Hello and welcome. I'm Michelle. And I'm Jessica. And this is Pretty Over Perfect. We are two former neighbors and current best friends who know that perfection is an illusion that could easily keep us from living our best lives. We are here to discover the goodness in the messiness of real life and find joy in the everyday by embracing simplicity, creativity, and a little sparkle. Hello, Jessica. Hi, Michelle. And hello to all of our listeners. We're so glad that you're back here with us. Michelle, to start us off, why don't you tell us a little bit about your adventure to Texas? Didn't you just go last week? Yes, at the time of recording. We'll be like at the a time long time ago by the time True. this episode We're comes trying out. to cram in a bunch of episodes before I uh, go on my little maternity That's leave. Right. Yes, so we went to Texas and we had some fun hanging out with a friend. My Well, we're cousins by marriage, perhaps. Our husbands are cousins. And then I went to hang out with my sister and she took me to one of her favorite. I mean, we had lots of fun, although actually at the time it was... We got no Texas sunshine. It was just Texas storms. Oh, but man. Uh, that's okay. The The storms were fun. I love the storms are cool there. Lightning yeah. storm. And there's like no hills or anything obstructing your view. So you can see a lot of it. Um, it's very, very flat <laughs> compared to where I live and where you live, Jessica. That's right. But uh, right. the fun thing was my sister, when we went to visit her, she took me into one of her favorite little shops. And right when I walked in, I saw a book titled 100 Cookies. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. And she was like, oh, you do? Because I was going to give you that gift. <laughs> yeah, I was going to buy you that book as a gift. And I was like, I will allow you to do that. So yes, it's very fun. fun. It's called 100 Cookies by Sarah Kiefer. And it's just, it's at least delightful to look at. I haven't tried any of the recipes yet because we just I got back. Say- but- is it rude if I Google it right now? No, I am dying to see this cookbook. You've got to so share some of your favorites. Oh, you? you know what? I will start out. This was aptly timed because in one of her chapters, she starts each chapter with a cute little quote. And one of them I think is very appropriate for this episode. So it will be our segue. Okay, this quote is from Ursula K. Le Guin, and she said, There's a point around age 20 when you have to choose whether to be like everybody else the rest of your life or to make a virtue of your peculiarities. Okay. (laughs) And I was like, that's so cute. I love it. That is so cute. Today we're going to be talking about self-presentation and style. That's right. And that's perfect. I love it. I love it. Because the whole point of this episode – when you think style, sometimes you think trendy, looking like everybody else. But the point of this episode is to break that and really give give some thought to kind of defining your own style and uh, the way you want to present yourself, which is so fun. Yes. You and I both love this topic because we think it's fun. And it's we'll fun. come right out to say, uh-huh. <laughs> we just think this is fun. If you don't think it's fun, you don't have to worry about it at all. But we just think style a little bit of fashion but i'm kind of against the word fashion because i think it's it's fashion is more about trends and i think style is more about expressing yourself through yeah yep through the outward appearance i suppose what you can change about the outward appearance mainly your clothing it's the only thing i really know of that you can change because <laughs> you can dye your hair. makeup yes yeah. yeah yeah there are other things too but um yeah, so we just think this is fun. We are in no way trying to say anybody should 
follow our rules or anything like that. We just think it's fun to talk about. So that's what yep. this episode is. That's right. And we're definitely going for pretty over perfect all the time here. Yep. Disclaimer once again. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> In our last episode, we kind of dug deep. We got kind of deep. We got kind of heavy and and discussing important topics yeah. on how we can really care for the inside of ourselves, which is, of course, the true root of confidence. And I think that self-presentation style is like the icing on the cake. Well, I think that to me, at least, and I don't think this is for everybody. That's the last disclaimer I'm going to make. But for me, okay. <laughs> caring about my self-presentation is a form of self-care to me. I think yeah. I've mentioned it before. I think we talked about it in like the joy and motherhood episode that like for me to get up, get fully clothed, put on a little bit of makeup is essential to me feeling good <laughs> and feeling like I'm ready for the day and feeling excited about life. I don't feel good if I stay in pajamas all the time. I mean, you know, aside from being sick or recovering from giving birth or something like that. Um, as a habit. Thanks for I, the permission. You're the welcome. Way. Please be in pajamas. Absolutely. I'd be offended if you're not. Um, <laughs> but for me, I just know that that like little ritual, it's it's almost meditative to me. I've always liked it. Even when I was in college, I preferred to set the alarm for 15 minutes before class so I could like brush my hair and and be fully clothed for the day. I just never felt good showing up to class in in sweats. And so that's kind of maybe a personal thing for me, but that's that's something that I enjoy as a form of feeling like my best self. What about you, Jessica? Oh, I'm, I'm totally I'm totally with you. I'm the same. So maybe this is kind of unfair because we are very similar in the way we like to put ourselves together. <laughs> um I get to make one disclaimer and say that the point of this is to have each of you listening determine what makes you feel this way, right? Mm -hmm. If you're a leggings person, like I have my sister who is a college athlete who is also at the same time incredibly stylish. She is a leggings person and she makes those leggings look so good. She yes. feels so confident in them. She's got like just this different vibe, this different style for me. And that is amazing. Yes. So I just want to say, you know, if it's leggings, let it be leggings. Let it be intentional leggings, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, oh, so for sure. I have to say. I have a sister similar. She is a personal trainer. And yeah, I think that she has like the cutest athleisure style. Yeah. It's not yeah. my style, but it's like she looks totally adorable in it and Maybe if I looked like that, maybe I would choose athleisure. <laughs> that goes out to you too, sister, who well, wears athleisure. But I, yeah, the point being that there's like so many, like that's kind of, I think, the fun of style is that nowadays you can like choose from so many different kinds. Yeah. And yeah. you really can just embrace the one that you feel the best in, the one that you feel the most you in. That's right. So Jessica, we're going to talk about yeah. style in a little bit. Let's talk about self-presentation first. What does self-presentation mean to you? So I think self-presentation is the way that we choose to put ourselves together and the way we interact with the world, yes. right? So from the way we speak and our dealings with others to our clothes and also our style, which kind of encompasses 
like we were saying, accessories and all of that too. I want to be clear though at this point that we don't focus on our self-presentation and style for anyone except ourselves. I do feel like we've kind of all been groomed to put ourselves together for other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel that way. Oh, yeah. Well, yep. the the funny thing is my husband and I will discuss this sometimes because he will be, he'll say like, oh, I don't care if you wear makeup. And I'll say, I don't wear makeup for you. <laughs> I wear it for yeah. me or perhaps yeah. for other women. But not for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, perhaps other women. <laughs> Which is so funny because I do think like our culture has said you do this for men like to attract a mate, which is, you know, also funny because like humans are the only mammals in which like the woman looks more beautiful than the male. Did you know this? Uh, no, but I can think through some different species and see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So m- not even mammals, like peacocks, the m- males are the ones that with all the brightly colored feathers and females are like gray yeah. because females yeah. are already the desirable creatures because they are the ones who can produce the babies. So the males are the ones who have to be like, look at me, look at me. I'm cool. I'm the best. Do you want to have me? And so I, <laughs> I always just think that that's like a funny thing about humans that humans like women we already hold all the cards because we're already the ones who produce the offspring and yet we're also the ones who are like look at me (laughs) choose me Uh, poor us poor us oh gosh but (laughs) just yeah like i would say that especially the older i get (sighs) maybe all my life it's really been more about me than like Mm -hmm. what i think is fun than what anybody else thinks so, yeah, it's it's fun because it's to me how, like you're saying, how I want to show up in the world. Yeah. And I think everybody has a different way that they want to show up in the world. Yeah. So I think that as we start, I, the idea for this episode is that we, we can take a moment to step outside of ourselves, evaluate where we are at in the way we interact with the world, the way we speak, the way we deal, and the way we present ourselves mm-hmm. in general. And are there a few ways we want to become more deliberate or refined so that we can operate as our highest self? Or do we feel like we're doing a pretty good job? Just kind of an opportunity for that. I do feel like it's kind of funny that we're still having these conversations about like focusing on dressing and acting for ourselves instead of other people. Did you think you would be beyond that by now? Because I sort of did. I don't know. You're saying maybe you never felt like that, but... Oh, yeah. I did. No, I like. I totally did. Did you th- like, you mean, did you think you'd get to a point where you wouldn't care anymore? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yes. I think sometimes I actually wonder about this all the time. Maybe we should have interviewed our moms because Ooh. I have all, because when I was a kid getting caught up in fashion, and I'm saying fashion for me, at least in air quotes, because I went to a private school my whole life. I only wore uniforms. <laughs> did you wear a uniform? I did not. <laughs> I grew up in a small town where, like, the – I mean, I think that, like, the only place you could buy clothes was, like, Shopco. I mean, I don't even – like, I'm looking back and I'm like, how was I clothed? I'm not – I'm not sure. But, like, nothing was available to me. I remember meeting this girl in college and she was – I mean, maybe this is your experience, too. I'm not sure. But she was talking – she grew up in the Bay Area and she was talking about how the girls in her school had, like, Gucci and Prada bags that they brought to school. And I was like, I didn't – I hadn't even like heard of those brands until we, until I pretty much got to college. I mean, not really, but I mean, they were just, it was not available to me, so it was not an issue. But um, back to your original question, I think when I was a kid caught up in that, it seemed like the older women in my life 
maybe that it's not that they didn't care as much as it was just already kind of established for them. Well, I mean, like, like care about what other people are thinking. Okay. Oh, no. Well, what I was going to say is that I think I really wonder if that has changed because of like social media, because I do think I that in the past, has. yeah, for maybe not for everyone, but for a majority of people, there could be a time where you had acquired a mate <laughs> and reproduced offspring. And so you could kind of not care so much what other people think about you, or even if it meant more like you had established your community. And I really wonder if social media has just changed that because we continue to put ourselves at the mercy of <laughs> other people and what they think about us. Plus we have the opportunity to compare 1000 images per day, you know, Absolutely. like the perfect little curated squares. Yes. And find out that our genes are no longer trending. Yeah. What in the world? <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this is a real thing. This is definitely a real thing. And I'm wondering how, how you fight the urge to compare or try to keep up with other people. I feel like when I see you, I'm we're very close, and you don't strike me as somebody that really compares a lot. You seem pretty secure with your <laughs> style and the way you present yourself. True, false? Talk to me about that. Um, am I secure? <laughs> I think in some ways I have... Like, I've recognized I do this for me, not for other people. So, like, I know that I am not, like, the trendiest person, for sure. But I'm also okay with that because I don't think being the trendiest has ever been my thing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I tend mm -hmm. to find things that I love and love them hard. I really I do think that one thing that my mother imparted to me, which is apparently a very French perspective according to the french blogger youtubers that i watch that like hold on you watch french youtubers oh i do i will link her in the show notes her name is justine leconte and she cool. has wonderful little videos she doesn't seem to post as much as she once did but she has like three years of content you can look through she has a lot of great information so what i've gathered from her and from other books that i've read is that in french culture mothers impart to their children like it is important that mothers teach their daughters specifically how to dress well like that is a skill they think is important to pass on and how to present themselves well so that includes like skincare and how to dress for their body styles and types more than for trends and yes like finding your like perfect skincare routine is like a lifelong journey that french women embark on and then you don't tell anybody your secrets because it's like very specific to you and you've like worked really hard to figure it out and hmm. like i've heard lots of blog youtubers vloggers i suppose say that like french women do go to the gym but they would never wear gym clothes outside of the gym and just like things like that like they have like little rules but i do think that one thing my my mom did because she also loves French culture is that I do think she would talk to us about like our undertones and our body type and how to dress well for it and sort of be impervious to trends in that way. But she also never like made us super self-conscious about our bodies or our 
faces or our skin or anything like that. So what you're saying is we need to have her on. We should. We should interview To her. teach us. Well, <laughs> one, how to find this out, and two, how to pass this on to our daughters without offending. Yes. Them. Well, one of the things <laughs> that amazing. I was thinking about with our conversation about, or just going back a few sentences, I suppose, to social media is, and like comparison, is when I was a kid, I remember my mom would always check, when we went to the grocery store with that, with her, she would always check us out in the family checkout aisle that didn't have the magazine covers. Mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. it because she didn't want us to see photoshopped mm-hmm. humans and think that that was real life and now i voluntarily go to social media of any kind and see constantly airbrushed photoshopped or filtered humans all the time right like you yeah. can't escape that and she was very yeah. conscious about like protecting our minds so that we knew what real humanness <laughs> was what real humans looked like. And that has only gotten increasingly harder. So it's not really a wonder to me that we don't feel as secure as we thought we would at this age, because we're constantly bombarded with images, even if our brains know they're fake, you can't, it's really hard to talk yourself out of images you're seeing all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because they obtained that somehow. So shouldn't I be able to obtain it? Yes, yes, exactly. Like, oh my gosh, they are somehow... Sure, it's fake, but I'm looking at it and it looks great. Yes. Right? (laughs) Exactly. Like you're like telling your brain it's fake, but your brain can't imagine. It's like, okay, but how? (laughs) Because I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I've always, I've, I've really always struggled with this Mm -hmm. and it bothers me a lot. Yeah. I've, of course, come a long way. We've talked about our different high school high school experiences. Mine was, I remember a girl moved to our, our high school from Hollywood. Mm, yeah. And she's like, this school is just crazy. Everyone's walking around like a bunch of Barbie and Kens and putting on this little act. <laughs> and I was like, you are actually quite right on, girl. Yeah. You are right on. So it's, it, I was kind of in an environment where it was a little bit more that way. And I've had to work hard to com- combat that and change my mindset around mm-hmm. it. And I think that the one of the antidotes for me is to define my personal style and to stay true to it. Of course, it's fluid. It's not like I will only wear trousers. <laughs> no, it's yeah. it's fluid. But it is easy to see the cute, trendy girl on the soccer field, you know, wearing the flat brimmed hat and high waisted pants and think, wow, she's stylish. Mm-hmm. She has it together. I am not. But no, like if I have my personal style kind of thought through and defined, then I can look at that, look at her and realize, you know, that looks so cute. Yeah. Maybe I want to try to incorporate a hat because I can, but also I'm pretty confident with like the way that I put myself together yeah. because I've given it some thought. So I think that the natural question at this point would be, how do you find your personal style? That's kind of a big one to tackle. Yeah. But how do you, how do you feel like you found yours? Okay. So you feel like you found it. I think that, I mean, yes, you're right. It evolves a little bit by incorporating new elements, new pieces. But I do think knowing your, what's most flattering to like your body is like, I do think that that's important. And I think that that's something that makes your style impervious to trends. For instance, I mean, I think we've talked about this, Jessica, that I feel, well, I, this is the thing that I think is so funny. There have been like years where I'm like, nothing available for purchase in stores 
is made for my body type. Mm-hmm. And then I think it must only be made for Jessica's because Jessica's tall. <laughs> and then you're like, no, none of it fits me either. So I don't actually know who it's made for. Um, I mean, this yeah. is Justine Leconte, which I will link her YouTube. Um, yeah. She talks about how because like clothing is so mass marketed, it's essentially just made to be like shapeless because you can't make things for all the different body shapes and styles that there are. However, I do think that there are certain trends. Like I could not buy jeans for years that fit me until people started realizing that there were (laughs) curvy women in that, like they just have definition between their waist and hips. And like, like literally for years, I couldn't buy jeans because nobody made jeans that fit me. And now like the high-waisted jean trend It's very helpful for me because they tend to cinch in a little bit. But yeah, so I do think that like sometimes finding your style is knowing what looks good on your body. And then when like those things are available, spending money on them, them. (laughs) buy all of them. And then when they're not like, just know, like, you're not going to buy anything. For instance, I prefer cool tones. I have a pretty neutral undertone. If you don't know what any of this means, I don't know. I guess I can link it. But if you have, I have like a really neutral undertone, but I prefer like cool toned clothing as opposed to warm tones. Do you know what those are? Cool tones and warm tones? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm like. I do, but we should probably link something for yes. more information. I will link the exact video where Justine Leconte talks about the difference between cool to- tones and warm tone. Wait. Yeah. Warm and cool tones, how to find which one you are, if you care. Yeah. Uh, You can watch the video. So anyways, I prefer generally a cool tone, but because I have a pretty neutral undertone, I can go both ways. But I prefer like clothes in like the cool category as opposed to the warm. So I like to buy clothes in spring and summer. And I don't like when fall lines come out, everything has a red undertone usually. And I just like don't purchase clothing in the fall. Because no wonder you hate the fall. No wonder. I'm like, <laughs> gosh, everything is a warm tone. Can't wear any of this. <laughs> Can't go shopping. Because everything is like orange and yeah. mustard colored. And I look dead if I wear mustard. But like some people look amazing in it. My sister, actually, we were just talking about this. Yeah. Because she has a, a beautiful yellow undertone. And so she can wear all of these colors that like just they're not flattering on me, but they look amazing on her. So. Yeah, I actually want to refresh and watch that. My approach is a little different, which is why it's so fun to do this with somebody else, you know? Yeah. When I was planning my wedding, Mm -hmm. somebody gave me the advice to choose three words that I wanted to describe my wedding. Mm, Yeah. And uh, so I, I, you'd think I'd remember my words, but (laughs) I have um, (laughs) worked with, I have got uh, six sisters, three are sister-in-laws, three are my own sisters. And I've talked through this with a lot of them. Yeah. And so we we choose three words. So like elegant, fun, and timeless, minimalistic, natural, comfortable. And that becomes a guiding light to the wedding choices, the dress, the decor, the food, the venue. Mm -hmm. And I love this approach. And I think it applies really well to defining your style. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's another approach. I think these are a good complement to each other. Yeah. You know, like the practicality and then like the the fun side. Absolutely. So I want to know, do you have 
If you were to, to describe your current style, I don't know if you've prepped for this or not. No, it's so funny that you say this because recently I found a notebook that I had written in, in I think 2017, and I had written down words I wanted to use to describe my style. Really? And, yeah. What and you? a lot of them still applied. Um, I think that, oh, I think that I was drawn to some colors then that I'm not as drawn to now. So colors have changed for me over time. For instance, mm-hmm. Jessica, when you and I lived near each other, I wore a lot of black. <laughs> and Because that's my color. I, and you look Just so kidding. good in it. I think that this is the problem is I see you in black and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. I should wear black. And, you know, I think that I look fine in black. Uh, but then after a while, I was like, I've worn enough black. Well, I've bought enough black for a lifetime. So, like, my rule right now... <laughs> Never enough. ...is, like, I just don't need anything else that's black because I have enough black. And, like, if yeah, something yeah. wore out, I would replace it. But, like, for instance, if I want to buy a new dress, like, I'm not going to buy a black one because I already have plenty of black dresses. Except I did have to buy one recently for a friend's wedding. But other than that... It, that's kind of like just like a little parameter that I put on myself to keep myself from just like endlessly consuming fashion or trends or whatever. It's just being like, I have enough. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, yeah. I'm still drawn to to wearing something like good and black because it's just so good. But anyways, good what staple. are some – I did not – I didn't write down those Wait, words. Wait, you don't remember the words you wrote down? Um, but I think that classic yeah. is important to me. But I would also say like fun, flirty, fresh – that's four words. <laughs> I don't know. Four words counts. Yes. And I would say, too, that, like, I, I wouldn't necessarily use this word to describe what I hope other people say about my style, <laughs> that extrinsic critic. But I am looking for comfortable clothes. I do like to move around a lot. So, I I mean, I love, like, wearing high heels, but I don't do that every day. And I really yeah. will, like, search high and low to find pants that are comfortable a reason i think both you and i love to wear a dress is because it's actually super comfortable and like you can move around quite well in it so comfort movability is important to me what about you what are your words yeah i think mine are similar i think minimalistic Mm -hmm. i like my clothing choices to be easy Mm -hmm. and um not extravagant feminine Yes. You will most likely find me in a dress in the summer mm-hmm. and comfortable. Yeah. Comfortable is one of my words because I'm bending over on the ground all over the place, but I still want to feel feminine and quote unquote put together while being comfortable. Hallelujah for some great stretch oh, in our jeans. Yes. And also like, I love the wide, like, linen i don't know there's lots of like wide comfortable oh. i want to call them trousers but that sounds a little formal you would uh, look options good in out there oh oh thank you no um, uh, one time well yes i feel like i feel like we haven't seen each other in person much since this has been a trend but i do remember a friend of mine who's similar to you in that she's just tall and gosh i'm like wow. <laughs> one time i was like how does she always look like she's wearing pajama level comfort and yet it's like so elegant <laughs> I feel like you can oh. definitely pull that off. Like the, like it looks so yeah. comfortable, but like so classic, so put together. I'm yeah, like, that's a good combo. How that. dare you? <laughs> I don't know if I've mastered <laughs> that. Um, but yes, I'm often in dresses. Although, I mean, part of my like 
open face that people want to talk to me a lot. People also think I look <laughs> really young. So sometimes I like to put on some more. Gr- I, I don't know, like I feel like wearing a dress or something helps me look a little bit more like a grown up. If I am in like <laughs> jeans and a t-shirt at the park. <laughs> People think I'm a middle schooler, so um, <laughs> you're the babysitter. It's awkward. These I can't even kids. tell you how many times people have come to my house and asked if my hey. parents were home. So that's so funny, but also better than the opposite. What did you say? Right? What if someone was like, "Oh, is your granddaughter?" People always here? think I look. <laughs> that would be extreme. People always think I look older because I'm. I've always been so tall, and yes. that's what I told myself. Now at this point, I'm like, "What is it?" I don't know. It probably is your height. You have some authority. Because I was going to say, I'm just short. So everybody's like, oh, you're obviously a child. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Well, I've never thought that. So there's that. Well, thanks. You know, my my little sister, she's she's shorter than I am. She's 5'2". And when she was a kid, she was like, you know what's really annoying about being short is people always tell you, hey, you're really short. Like, I don't know that already. (laughs) That is so true. You're like, thank you. Your hair is brown. I've tried to resist (laughs) saying that to people. Like, sometimes I will, like, run into a person who I find to be shockingly tall or something like that. And I try to resist (laughs) saying that because I'm like, they already know. (laughs) Like, you can just calm down. That's funny. No one needs to be told that again. But anyways. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I think the mixtures of adjectives are fun because – like, you could just throw anything together. We're all just, like, a mixture yeah. of random adjectives. And, like, even edgy, feminine could work really well together. Oh, man, that'd um, be fun. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong. But that's a great place to start is to choose three adjectives that you feel like describe you or want you want to have describe your style and to do a little bit of research on what fits your body type and your tones, skin mm-hmm. tones and all of that, your coloring. Yeah. If you, another thing about finding your style, I think if you are like, if you have no idea, you're starting from scratch or you want to revamp it because you're bored of what it is right now. I love the idea of starting with the three words because I think that those parameters can help you like know what you're looking for. Yeah. And so for instance, I will like find find things like online or something, especially if you're buying stuff online because and you're not even trying it on. There are so many times where I can like just look at like this the cut of a dress. And even though it looks flattering on the model, I'm like, I know this doesn't look good on me. Or I can check the length of a dress again. And if it's a certain inches, then I'm like, yes, I will like this. I know that anything shorter than this doesn't look good on me. Like I just I know that already. So yeah. So kind of thinking through all that can help you. Another thing that I like to do is keep a running Pinterest board of style that appeals to me. And I've pinned to it for so many years that it's fun to go back and look through. And I think that's a really good way to find your style over time is like, what are you still drawn to? And you can go through and clean it out if you want to. But if you just kind of like run over it, you'll be like, oh, I'm consistently attracted to these colors. I really like this I really like this look and that's what I want to go with. And it will probably evolve and change over time as certain things are like available or not available. But I have noticed like over time, I'm like, oh, yep, still drawn to these same kind of ideas. I've changed them up and modernized them a little bit, but definitely coming back to some of my like true style, (laughs) my classic. That's that's 
That's a good idea. Um, too bad I didn't start that 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. Just kidding. But no, I'm still drawn. I know I'm drawn to black and always have been. So at least we've you got that look going. Beautiful in black. Black and dresses. Little black dress every day. Just kidding. I only own one of those. Um, <laughs> I should when say we, when we talk about, <laughs> Oh, yes. If they're, you know, below your length requirement, then send it my way. Yes. Yeah. Good um, point. <laughs> when we talk about revamping our style, I think a great place to start, too, is to go into your closet, take everything out, mm-hmm. notice what you're wearing, what you're not, and what is in line with your style words. Yeah. There can be, and there's, I don't know how many times you've changed shapes, Michelle, but I think I'm on my 20th body shape at this point. And as you're having babies and recovering from babies, there's often a little in between time. I don't know. I feel like we, we could definitely put things in categories, put them in bins, put them away so that what we have every day is something that is easy to grab. We know will fit us fit our style yeah um i don't know if you've ever played around with a capsule wardrobe have you ever done that i was gonna ask you if you had because i love the idea of a capsule wardrobe i do too i do too but i have not i loved that especially in my time i think like it was really trending probably right around the time i was done having like my last child so it was a great way to kind of know where i wanted to go so a capsule wardrobe for anybody who doesn't know is just a very defined wardrobe where every piece fits together with the other pieces. And I mean, there are some people who go really extreme and only have 13 items in their entire closet. Other people might consider a capsule wardrobe to have a hundred items in it. Like it can have all the, it can be whatever parameter that you want. But the, the point really is that there's intentionality. And a lot of people would say, you know, start with your your three words and your colors. And then the, the really the thing is that they all mix and match. And I liked that idea as I was like changing body shapes. Now I'm pretty much mostly, I don't know, for, for now at least, at a <laughs> consistent um, body shape having recovered from pregnancy and birth and all of that. And so like going forward, I can pick pieces that I think will last a long time. That's kind of the other idea of of a capsule wardrobe is that you spend money on the things that you think will last you a long time and you don't spend as much money or effort on things that you don't see yourself wearing for a long time. Quality over quantity. Yes. Which another way of like having that little parameter that can keep you from going unhinged. I don't know. That's a problem for some people. That's right. That's right. Or if you don't want to spend any money, you can take what you have, mm-hmm. combine, see see all the different combinations you can make, yes. um, write it down if that's helpful, and set it all out, you know, or hang yeah. it all up so that it's an easy grab and arrange or piece yes. together. Which I would say I have... I'm a harsh critic of things that go into my closet. I think especially because I spent some time doing the capsule wardrobe, I know that I can live with so much less. So I have a consistent little goodwill bin accessible to me if something doesn't fit, or I just feel like I've worn it enough for a lifetime or whatever it is, I pretty regularly just like add to that, you know, and I keep it for my kids too. So as soon as they've outgrown something, I just put it right in like, and it's just not a, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to, I mean, there, there can be, I think a good time to go and like actually cull through 
And yeah, it is a great way to get like a good reset and to say, oh my gosh, why do I have these things in my closet? I've never worn them or I feel horrible in them or they're itchy or scratchy or they don't fit. You know, I have a sweater I really need to donate that's just too scratchy. It's just too what? <laughs> Scratchy. When you say that, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Really, that purple sweater, it needs to go. Yes. I don't wear it. It's too scratchy. Why do I keep it? Right? I mean, yeah, yeah there's always like those things in the closet that you think you're going to wear that you just don't for whatever reason. And if you've put it on five times and then taken it off because you're not going to wear it, just, just let it go. I'm saying this to myself because I have a jacket that like, it's a trench coat. Maybe I should send it to you. I should keep it for you because if you fit it, it would be perfect on you. I think it's like a little bit too <gasps> long on fun. me. Ooh. But I like, it? oh, every time I'm like, I want this to be perfect. Anyways. That's right. The benefits of being tall. You can take all the stuff that doesn't fit the short people. <laughs> <laughs> but also. But maybe you don't like it. trench coats and you're just like, no, thank you. I don't know. I think that fits into my three adjectives. I think so. Oh, gosh, I love a good trench coat. <laughs> I don't have many that fit me, but I do love them. <laughs> I love the idea of a a French coat, (laughs) a trench coat. (laughs) So are you a hats person? Gosh, I love hats. I (laughs) and I feel like they mess with my peripheral vision. And so it bugs me to wear them. Maybe that sounds insane. I don't know. But I think that they're very fun. What about you? I mean, I still wear them, but like eventually throughout the time that I'm wearing them, I will like be like, oh my gosh, I can't see anything. <laughs> now is- you know what it feels like to have naturally curly hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wondered that. Like, doesn't that get Yeah, it's too big. <laughs> People are like, why don't you leave it down? I'm like, I just can't see. I mean, I already feel like that about my hair regularly. Like I'm just, I mean, it's neither curly nor straight, but I'm like, oh, just put it back. Can't see anything. <laughs> get out of my way. Blinded. <laughs> I like hats, but I tend to only wear them when I'm like getting pictures taken because I just find them not as conducive to mom life. Yeah. But I think it's fun. I think those are fun accessories. Oh, this is a question. Did your family have any kinds of rules about getting dressed or not getting dressed? For instance, we always were required to wear like a skirt the girls were required to wear a skirt or a dress to church on sundays and i require my children to get dressed every day of their lives my mom i don't remember her ever saying like you must get dressed but she must have because i don't ever recall just being in my pajamas all day so i for sure have continued that on my my children are we wake up and we get dressed before we go have breakfast even on Saturdays I just feel like for them and myself we act a little bit different when we're dressed and ready to take on the day so that's become a priority for sure in my family I think that dressing up to church and events it's it's respectful and also they act like I said more appropriately mm-hmm. in those more formal settings yeah so that is definitely something that I try to implement. Yeah, I've seen also, you know, some people, it's kind of a fine balance. I think all of this stuff is a fine balance in that, you know, I've also heard in some churches like backlash against that desire for that formality, because it can be taken the wrong way, as in, Mm. you know, you have to be a certain way in order to be here, Yeah. instead of we're just accepting everybody. And so I totally 
understand that. And, um, you know, I, I'm totally for all of, you know, churches being casual and everything like that. However, yeah. you know, cause I do think that like both of those elements are important. So I think in all of, in all of this, the goal is really about like what your personal message you're sending to yourself yourself yeah i like that i am coming here to be is it out of respect or am i like trying to show other people up and like pretend i'm yeah, better than other people because you know if you're going if you're getting dressed up as a form of respect you know that's beautiful and if you're using it as a way to categorize people or something like that that's where it gets damaging and harmful and that's where we're absolutely not going for that so absolutely well said well said. As with everything, it's a balance. <laughs> yeah. And it's an important question to ask yourself when you go to church or when you go to the store. Yeah. Am I dressing up for other people or am I dressing this way for myself so that I can act in the way that I feel is, is conducive to my personality and the way I want to present myself, right? Like, yeah. And when you – I think it's really a good point to look internally mm-hmm. instead of look around. Yeah. I mean, when do you feel most insecure When you're looking around, most likely, when you're looking into yourself, being intentional that way, from that point grows confidence and self-respect. So I think that's a great point and uh, a good lens to view our our decisions through. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this? Yeah. And in that way, too, be free to be doing the things that I, you know, I feel like I'll be drawn to colors or something that's like not necessarily trendy and i'm like well am i doing this to be trendy so that other people will look at me and say i'm trendy or well am i doing this because i find this to be a fun form of self-expression and artistry well yes you know i only feel self-conscious when i'm dressing in a way that i (laughs) where i'm trying to mimic right simply just to mimic i i never feel secure when i do that i think it's fun to experiment but just you know to experiment for me not to try to blend in or fit a trend yeah it's all about confidence here with self-presentation and style yeah making decisions for you so that you feel good is a great step yeah and i think this is one of the things that's like for me always just been a low risk form of of artistry and creativity i mean you know what's what's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Like, it's just like a fun, I talked in like the last episode about just finding like a way to infuse beauty into everyday moments because we're Mm -hmm. all like busy. We don't have time to do a bunch of extra stuff, but like you usually have to get dressed for the day. So why not have a little fun with it in some way? You know, I mean, if you want to yeah, or don't. (laughs) So I did have a question from somebody about, how to get ready, how to feel put together in a short amount of time. Oh. So what does that mean for you? Yes, for me particularly, I wouldn't say that I have a uniform, but because I do have like that capsule wardrobe, there are, especially like, you know, it might be different by the season, but each season I have kind of a go-to formula of outfit. So there's okay. not like a ton of variation in it. So it's just really easy to... To get dressed, you know? And okay, I can you give an example. Okay, so in the winter, especially when I was like home, I would wear jeans, a white t shirt, often, and then like a long cardigan. It's kind of my go to, but then I would always add, like I always add like to add something fun, whether that's jewelry, hair clips, or a 
I don't know, fun hair accessory of some kind. So I'm always, I'm always about the accessories. I'm kind of like basic. And then I add fun accessories or like if I was going out, then I just like put a hat on or I'd have like a a cute coat to go with like on kind of the basic ensemble. And because everything in my closet goes together, like, I mean, not like every single thing, but most of it just kind of all coordinates together. Mm -hmm. You know, I can feel pretty put together by just like, like, let's say I'm wearing like jeans and a t-shirt, like a white, I have a very specific white V-neck tee that I get from Target. Um, I'll have it French tucked into my high-waisted jeans. And then if I'm, and then I can add to that based on what I'm doing for the day. If I'm going to go play at the park with my kids, I'm going to put on a pair of like white Vans and maybe like a leather jacket. Or if I'm going out with my friends, I'm going to put on cute flats or maybe even wedges and a cute coat. And then in the summer, it's like dresses and sandals. <laughs> the summer is the easiest yeah. part. Summer is easy. Yes, for us. <laughs> yes. What about yeah. you? What's kind of like, like, do you have a go-to? Yeah, S- similar. I've found that I do kind of like to look at, like my day's basically the same, mm-hmm. you know, give or take every day. So I do like to kind of look at my wardrobe as a uniform. So I wear things, like I said at the beginning, that are comfortable and easy, but also make me feel feminine and mm-hmm. put together. I have a certain brand of black leggings mm-hmm. that I feel like are very comfortable and thick enough to mm-hmm. not be see-through or... You'll have to link you know, them in the grungy show. Grungy looking. Yeah, I found them at Costco once. I can't tell you the brand off the top of my head. But I did find them at Costco like five years ago, and then I've since found them on, on found them on Amazon. So I've got oh, about really? six pairs of those. You'll have to tell me. Yeah, I really like them. And then I similarly, like in the winter, I have like six oversized sweaters that I like to pair with those. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do kind of similar. I do have jeans too. I <laughs> This last winter, I don't think I wore one pair of jeans. I wore these leggings the entire winter because I was had a growing pregnant belly but so i'll I'll swap out jeans here and there in the winter time with my normal size body whatever that means and i also like to have i'm kind of more i like gold hoops of varying sizes i do like to switch up my shoes and i love lipstick which we'll get into that later but Mm -hmm. so those are a couple ways that i like to dress up my fall and winter seasonal outfits in the summer i'm in a dress yeah i am in a dress almost every day i just feel like it's the easiest most comfortable way to feel cute but together yeah and yeah so those are my solutions there but they're they're like predetermined like you're saying so then there's there's no decision fatigue there's no wasted time trying to be like does that go with that yeah i don't know let me try it on i don't think it does should I send a picture to my friend, right? If you do all that work at the same time, then you aren't making the decision in the morning of. Yes, yes. That is really what I like. There is nothing in my closet that doesn't go with at least five other things. So when I was a kid, I felt like, I don't know, did you do this? Like you would just buy random things and then take them home and be like, oh, wait, I have nothing to wear this with? Yes. Yeah. Well, I just, that's silly. I just don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think You've that's, learned. you know what the joy of the capsule wardrobe is as we've said you just everything coordinates so like you take a lot of the guesswork out of 
getting dressed in the morning. And then as I said, I like to just add some fun accessories or like do something fun with like the outside. The shell is always the same. That's right. I love it. I love the formula. Yes. It can be applied to absolutely any style. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I feel like we've ping-ponged all over the place. This was a fun conversation. (laughs) Anything else we want to cover before we wrap up? No, I think we're probably good. Hopefully we've given people some energy. Our thoughts. Yeah, our (laughs) energy. Okay, I can't remember where I heard this quote. I think it was like this, but I've it's just always stuck with me. I think it was a woman quoting what her father would say to her when they were kids. He would say, okay, kids, let's get up and get dressed to go out into the world and go dreaming. Aww. And I just always thought that was well, fun. That's adorable. I was like, yes, that's me. I'm just going to get dressed to go dreaming out in the world. That's kind of my MO. Without a care. Love it. Without a care in the world. But we can all agree that we do feel, I mean, I don't know. I I think we can agree that we feel ready to tackle the day. We feel ready yes. to, to uh, give of ourselves more when we've put, even like we were saying, 10 minutes, five minutes of time and thought into our personal self and presentation yes. and putting ourselves together. I love when Jennifer Garner said that she feels the most comfortable or confident when she doesn't look in the mirror during the day. Mm-hmm. She gets yep. ready and then she leaves and it's focused outward from there on out. She feels the most confident that way. Those are wise, wise philosophy. Yeah, I love that. But I love that whole video that you were referencing when Jennifer Garner was interviewed for People Magazine when she was named People's Most Beautiful, I think in 2019. And her philosophy of true beauty is so wonderful. And I love it. So we will link it in the show notes because you should all look at it and enjoy. That was wonderful. Shall we go on to list our our top three for this month? Yeah. We're going to do our top three favorite accessories that add a little sparkle to our lives. Woohoo. So one of my favorite go-to accessories are my very small little gold hoops. I feel like they go with everything. They're very minimal and not flashy, which I like flashy sometimes, but this is like, it, it works with absolutely every outfit. I can keep them in and shower and sleep in them. My good friend actually makes these hoops. She's she's a, a jeweler of sorts, I guess, oh. and has a very successful shop on Etsy, and she gifted these to me, so. Well, you'll have to link the shop. That's fun. I will, yeah. They're, they're very high quality. Second on my list is lipstick. I was the girl wearing lipstick under the masks every day because mm. it makes me feel... It's just that little extra... I don't know what to call it. Little extra... Je ne sais quoi. There we go. I knew you'd have a word. <laughs> that makes me feel like put together. I don't know. It's my thing. Lipstick. I feel like I have 17 shades. Well, okay. I only have two. But I could have... 17 shades of like a very similar pink color. That's what I always gravitate towards. I do love Mm -hmm. a good red lipstick here and there, but mostly pale pink. Yes. You look so good in that. Oh, thank you. Lastly on my list is sunglasses or are sunglasses? (laughs) Sunglasses. (laughs) I have a few different. Is there just one sunglass? (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm about to go into it. No, there's not. Not for me. My latest purchase, they were a cheaper pair from Target, but they're like hexagon shape and they're light brown. Oh, and fun. Those are pretty fun. And it's, I like to have, and I have one pair that are more expensive and the rest are 
And by more expensive, I mean they were $70, which is a little bit much to pay, but I've had them for three years and I love them so much. Uh, I take better care of them because they were a little more expensive, but I know you could spend upwards. Yeah, you could spend (laughs) upwards of thousands, I suppose. Probably on a pair, maybe not. Anyway, I like to just switch them out depending on my mood or outfit. And most of the time, nobody sees it but me driving in my car. But it (laughs) makes me feel, it's just fun. It's fun little sparkle. And then are you bopping along to 80s Mercedes in your minivan? Because that's what I like to do when I've got a good pair of sunglasses on. I will try it. 80s, what is it? <laughs> 80s Mercedes by Marin Morris. It's all about how she's driving a really cool car and feels like a rock star. I like to bop, her, bop her along to that song while <laughs> driving my large vehicle that's not a 80s Mercedes full of children. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> like, I just don't I know. <laughs> Maybe my, my, my greatest accessory is my new minivan. Oh, Paired wonderful. with my sunglasses. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Nothing okay. cooler. Tell me yours. Okay, so honestly, I love pretty much all the same things. You know, I also love lipstick. I'm also wearing it under the mask. I just, I don't feel complete without it. I just feel like it's that thing that I need. I don't have like great eyelashes or anything. So I'm like, I really got to play up this smile. (laughs) Um, But I won't pick that since you picked it. I really, I don't have a go-to jewelry item. I like to switch it up. I will buy just cheap jewelry or fun jewelry i'm sometimes it's from etsy sometimes it's a couple times it's from target i don't know i just like random pieces and i like to add that to something i love to wear earrings but i i'm like allergic to a lot of earrings so really liking bracelets these days anything anything a little i don't leave the house without a little sparkle on usually in some way whether it's a piece of jewelry or maybe a hair accessory of some kind fun I have lately been liking to paint my nails like a fun pink color because it's summer and it feels good. Ooh, fun. I don't always have my nails done, but I do like that lately. I like to have my nails done too. If I had unlimited funds, I would probably have that be like part of my routine is to go get my nails done. Yes. But I I don't have unlimited funds. And so I have discovered... Oh dear, I forgot what they're called, but they're little stickers. You can buy them at Walmart. Um, oh, do those and work you, for you? They totally stay on for me for like three weeks. Really? Oh, wow. You file okay. them down. They're not like press-on nails. They're actual stickers. So it's like mimics polish, mm-hmm. but they don't crack. Um, you, yeah, you can just buy them well, at Walmart and they just are sticky as they come and they're a few bucks and they stay on way longer than polish. Well, you're going to have to link those because I'll find try it. them. You can also get them at Ulta. They have more options at Ulta. <laughs> nice. I love that. My last thing, I will just go ahead and copy you. I also like a good pair of sunglasses. I'm again getting mine cheap from Target, maybe Marshalls sometimes or Nordstrom Rack. I'm not I'm not paying a lot of money because I like to mix it up. It's just you a like fun to have a lot last of them. thing. Yeah. Yes. And in every location, a couple in the car, a couple in the house. You just yeah. never know when you're going to need some sunglasses. <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. Because, you know... Otherwise, I will just go out and squint a lot at the sun. Right. Yeah. No, these are these are fun. I like. I mean, I think my go-to accessory of choice has changed over time too. I used to be like really into scarves. <laughs> oh, you had a scarf phase, did you? I had a scarf phase. I mean, I think it was when everyone was into scarves. In my defense, but I still have a few that I'm just like these are too beautiful to part with. I thought of another accessory that I love, and that's a good hair scrunchie with a little 
bow or, you know, you can find those ones that have like longer, Mm -hmm. um, like long bows, short little bows. Like I said, I'm a fan of the, the top knot. Yes. And I feel like that adds just a little bit of fun to a boring old tail hairstyle (laughs) or, or a ponytail. I don't know. In general, you and I are fans of elevating. I mean, we talk about it all the time, elevating the everyday, but yeah, like a little scrunchy or like do you remember when the little clip-in bows were really popular under the top knot just anything to add a little fun a little flair yeah, to a little fun yeah to your hair a good headband i do like yeah a good hat every once i do in a while. like yes Even I, I, if I end up throwing it away or throwing it off halfway through the day because <laughs> you can't see can't drive with me <laughs> can't blind <laughs> all right well this has been fun it has been fun and i think it's good to remember you do you Let's be intentional about it. That's right. Let's be intentional about it. Let's give it some thought if you want. Embrace you. Embrace you. I will say one time I was thinking about, oh, well, we'll reference this at some other point. But I wrote a article for or a blog post, I guess. It's a better description for Design Moms Living with Kids series that she does on her blog. I don't know if you've ever yeah. seen it. But it's the one Joanna Gaines got famous for. Yeah. Um, I did not you. get famous, but um, that's okay. But I wrote about how I just love like going into other people's houses when they've really just put their personality into the house. I just think that that's so fun. Like when you walk in a, in a house and you just really get a sense of who that person is just by by what their home looks like. And I think that that's a fun way to think about getting dressed, like just giving somebody a sense of who you are just by what you're wearing. I think it's a it's a fun little form of expression and so but i and i I admire that in all different all different styles that people adopt so i don't think there's a right or a wrong way to do this i agree and if you don't feel like color matching don't if you feel like scarves and sunglasses aren't your thing great what is yeah again leggings lots of different nikes i respect (laughs) that i respect that i do too i do too wish i could Pull Wish we could pull it off. <laughs> I mean, I guess oh. I could if I just decided that was my thing. That's the thing. That is so true. Look at us. Look at us yes. falling into that trap. Yeah. You do you. Have fun with it. Send Let's us some it. pictures. Yeah. Of you and your signature style. That'd be fun. Okay. Well, it was lovely talking to you. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.